Support for My Depression's Got Jokes comes from Non-Profitability. We gas her up every Sunday and it's for good reason. Chantel Malachi has done so much amazing work in the nonprofit sector and she's here for those of us who try to save the world, i.e. those of us who have nonprofits. If you have a nonprofit or you are working to create a nonprofit and you need some help because the paperwork is a lot and it can be really confusing and really intimidating and you're like, why is it like this? And I just want to save the world. I don't understand why this is so hard. Definitely get in touch with Chantel Malachi. You can reach her at nonprofitability.org slash lift. She has so many amazing things that you can get with her with. And just check her out because she's awesome. And we guys her up for good reason. But if you are indeed that person that is trying to save the world, hit her up at nonprofitability.org slash lift. This nugget of the podcast is being brought to you by Patreon. If you want to be able to support us by your time, by other things, but most importantly, your money, because money's awesome. If you want to be able to do that, reach out to us at patreon.com. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash M-D-G-J podcast. Yeah, go do that. Because we need support and we have to keep the lights and gas and the water and all those things. But yeah, just do it. Thanks. The because he's a Kardashian, but because of the his affiliation with the Kardashians, and we like, and but we we I this is the thing that really bothers me. We idolize, especially in our community, we idolize those people that do really effed up things just because of entertainment face of art, for the face of art. Um, we don't like to go backwards mm-hmm. and really find out that these people may actually be trash. Mm-hmm. I remember listening to a podcast and they were talking about Sam Cooke, about how Sam Cooke was complete and utter garbage. Wow. I had no idea. Because we sitting up here, change going to come. Mm-hmm. Sam Cooke was not only a womanizer, he was Bill Cosby light back then. Mm. And nobody knew that because, ooh, Sam Cooke. Look mm. at him out there. Look at the little black boy talking about change going to come. This is so nice. Look at him out here doing the thing. Speaking Look, to my soul. so good. It's so song. good. Like he, he was born by the river. We got to let him be born by the river. But meanwhile. I can't stand you. He was over here abducting women. Oh, my Jesus. And taking them to far off spaces to drug them and have sex with them and leave them there. And we're like, but I love change going to come. Remember that time when Obama was dancing to you? Remember? Yes, we can. Mm. That's what we do, and that's the thing that pisses me off about Bill Cosby. That's what pisses me off about Charlamagne. That's the, all those we will, we will posit. Oh, but I love the Breakfast Club against literal crimes, Listen. and go. This is fine, <laughs> like, girl. This is Cliff Huxtable okay. was my daddy, and your daddy Cliff, was out here doing the most. Yo, Cliff Huxtable one doesn't exist. Two, Th- that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's not a real person. Fat Albert and him, I grew up with them. Yeah. 
picture pages, little bill. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Get that. And then you look at it and go, and, and I, that was a big argument that I was having on Facebook last week. I'm like, after a while, when, you know, growth, you have to look at something for what it is and not what you want it to be right. or what you wish it would be. Always like, oh, well, this is how I perceive it. That's great. But here are the facts. <laughs> and these aren't just like my opinionated facts. Not right. not my as in me, but the whoever. And these are the type of situations the that and you're like, nope, 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 nope. No. <laughs> but these are the types of situations and conversations that I have with her. Right. Being a fresh eighteen. Yep. A stepping into adulthood. Mm-hmm. Coming out of what was for the most part a sheltered life because at that point, up until then, I was dictating, no, you can't go see, the, listen to this person. You can't go see that person in concert because I knew how much trash they were. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't want anybody in that trash audience putting their hands on my child because right. I go hard for her and I'm being in jail and all that other stuff. Like, you know, how you get here? I yeah. Don't I came from the stage. Listen, <laughs> my mama powers are like that, okay? Yeah. My ability to mother at all aspects at all times is like that. Please understand, now that she's more in tune and everything, as she is getting older, as she was getting older and getting to this point, yeah, when she sees stuff, we all have a conversation about it. When we watch the stuff on the news, we're going to have a conversation. When we're sitting there and I'm having my ratchet hour, whether it be Basketball Wives, Love and Hip Hop, Atlanta, <laughs> I don't watch none of that. We, hour. I hate it. 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 Because they just make black people look so ignorant. How are you going to be married to a guy and then you know he's cheating, but instead of you having the issue with him, you're upset with the people he's cheating with you on you with? Mm-hmm. What? And these he, are the conversations. He we opened have. the door and ran through it. So how do you feel about Shut it? Shut the door and lock it. Tell us how you feel about that. Tell it tell it's us. It's just so I, annoying. Like they are literally famous just to be Just to be famous. Yeah. And Imagine. they're like making other black people that aren't famous. Look bad, mm-hmm. like. But do other you like races? Cardi B? I like her music. I don't know her in person, so I can't speak on liking her. I'm not the type of person to be like, oh my god, because that's my only quorum with African American people in love and hip hop. The only, you know, like that's how your favorite artist. Oh, don't get me and wrong. And it's like, and if you want them, if you want them to come on another way, then you need to support them before they feel the need. And to sell I, their spirits and souls to love and hip hop, but I mean, Mona, if you listen I'm to this, say, yeah, Mona. and you want to give me trash 10 G's, for doing that, oh, I mean, you could be trash, but if you want to give me like twenty G's <laughs> for four or five episodes, girl, I'll, I'll be on there fight. for one season and get my entire life. I will throw mediator. some water on you. I'm gonna be look the here, Lazada. Look here, Lazada. I, I, I would fight you on sight. Get <laughs> around with you. No, nah, I would just be the mediator. I'll be like, "Who do y'all sit down right you. now?" No, Joy would hop up on the seat. She get out of here. Like, I would. I would like, she would start, ass off. She would start swinging on the plant. She would start swinging on the plant. I would. I would. Jess. And they're like, they're like, they're like, like Joy's losing coming. her mind. Find well, out I next. Follow her. Didn't I tell you won't do in this show? Didn't it, Jess? And watch the, <laughs> but watch the epic zoom that goes in on Jess's face when Joy comes out to cut. <laughs> Y'all are supposed to be there, like you're supposed Mona to be fighting. Like, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Mona I ain't back around cut. I ain't going to get to you. Put your you ass off. Jess was not here. Jess was not here. Delete the footage. Delete it. Like you know, like you know how in the comments they'd be like, delete Just this nephew. Delete this. Just was not here. Wait, no, you got you got to take the sticker back. She gonna be mad. 
But she gonna thank me later. <laughs> Mate, we almost would have made two. I don't care. But like, like they're just so annoying. <laughs> See, and like, See, this is why you need people like Joy. Like, because <laughs> I'm trying to get a quick check and sell my soul, and Joy's like, no, she, sis, no, that's what we're doing. That's what we're, we're not gonna do. Ledge. We're you going are. home. Excuse me, sir. Come sir, off the sir, ledge. sir. I will sir, hit you, sir. Sir, I will smack you, sir. I'm put the juju. I'm putting right. Can you, come on, let can me you on. do right, right by me? I got the, I got the, I got the, I got the hoodoo in my pocket. What right. you want? Oh, okay. You won't leave her alone. Thanks yeah, so much. She's the one give, that that, give me that memory card. Put it back. Right. Put it back. Give, put, give, give her me back. Give her back can the contract. Can I hold the camera real quick? Give her back the contract. Give, give her back the contract. <laughs> I'm like, all right, no, y'all. You know, then at the end, you gotta be like, okay, carry on. All right, be blessed. Y'all be good, okay? Yeah. All right, I'm See, gonna be like Mimi eating my and sandwich. She, she like just punching me in the back. I don't care. <laughs> Come on, let's go. I don't care. I don't care. You gonna thank me when you when you got a million dollar contract somewhere else? You did this twenty grand. Go ahead, back, back, back. <laughs> but yeah, no, like I just don't like them because stuff like that. And they just act like children. Like yeah. they be like, oh, she looked at me funny, so now I'm a fighter. Because I think she has an issue. And I think one commercial or something like that, the girl had fought the girl that she didn't like, daughter. Yeah, they, they stage yeah. stuff like this. You fighting yeah. kids now? They, they stage it's a lot of It's supposed to be okay? Kimona be like, and you're going to get 15 grand if you fight, and mm. you're going to just stand there, and we're going to be in a nondescript location. And they for some reason, somebody's going to have lives like, for no reason. Somebody's going to have no like. Surrounded they better hope back. these stage fights keep on happening. Otherwise, no. they're going to be broken a Cardi little bit the way the that they come up. I mean, a lot of them are broke That's the thing. Like, she comes That's to fine. you yeah. with that. But you can't have it both ways. No, she can't. You can't no, like, you, you can't That's have it both ways. That's why I will ways. never idolize a famous person like that. The only person that I actually, like, would even claim myself to be a fan of that's in the R and B industry is SZA. Wow, and that's because I don't horrible, know, not horrible, but I don't like know nothing about meteorical her, but choice. I like her. I like her music. All the people you could pick in R and B, no shade. I've gone to a SZA concert. Check out the piece on dressmasshere <laughs> She was great. <laughs> but of all the people you could pick in R and B, you pick SZA. I just like her because her music speaks to the me. answer like, is always no, Beyonce. No, I don't like Beyonce. Get I out. really don't get like out. Beyonce. Get out. Not Turn like the mic off. I do not like get Beyonce. Out. I will keep thinking. I'm not buying like like Beyonce. Beyonce. I don't like Beyonce. I don't like Beyonce. Oh, I'm going to buy you a whole beehive for your college. <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce is cool. You going to be but, dirty? You're not no. going to use your soap? No. You're going to be nasty? Like You're not going to work out in your, in your ivy park? <laughs> you like what you like. No. I don't like Beyonce. I, like. I don't. I'm no. sorry. And I just don't like Beyonce because Stop. it's like she just We're not having this. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. She loves Jay-Z and nobody can tell me that. Imani's lost it all. No, no, no. Beyonce is that kid. It's like Beyonce is that kid that hides behind her mom's leg. Bobby bounced it all. What do you mean? First of all, don't talk about Auntie Tina's leg without respect to the royalty of the woman that she is. No, she cannot. There's no explaining. This is on the same level as the Earth is flat. Cause like I don't, <laughs> I don't know Beyonce like that. I don't that. even classify myself as a stand, but to just not we like went, her. We went to go see Beyonce, and it was life changing. Okay. <laughs> I know it could be like that, but I'm just. We saying, sitting there. I like, don't know Beyonce enough, but from what I'm seeing, <laughs> what I'm seeing <laughs> on social media. It's mostly her fault. I'm not gonna lie. It's mostly her fault. It's mostly her fault. Mostly my fault. Me personally, I respect the woman's hustle. 
Okay. But as far as me watching her from Destiny Child on up to now, it kind of left a bit of Because I'm the type of person, you're going to beat me in the head with somebody all day, every day, I'm going to stop liking them. And that's what actually happened with me. That's fair. You know, and then you yes. can call it a, a cop out or whatever. It's just like, I mm-hmm. just, I'm a person, I like variety. I like to hear different people. I like to see different people winning. But when you got one person that's just overshadowing everybody, regardless to, I mean, I know that's how media plays it out. I know that's how her people's got it, you know, whatever. I, don't get me wrong, she got talent. I still don't believe she's that type of signer. That's fair. You know what she I mean? She can bink sing better than Susan. So, you but. know, she's a hell of an entertainer. She's great. I, she I, is Imani, an entertainer. Let me, she let me, she's great. Let me burrito. <laughs> let me burrito. I, but, but, I, you can like, so you cannot think Beyonce is the best, but I don't think it's fair that you just not like her. I, I mean, you know, we, we I don't it. like her because she's everywhere. It's like okay. I close my eyes, Beyonce. I open my eyes, Beyonce. I go to school, they talking about Beyonce. I look on the art page, they didn't drew Beyonce. But and it's Beyonce okay, but I'm just tired of seeing her. They talk about Jesus all the time, too. Oh, well, then we're not awesome. going to do That's different, that. though. That's different. <laughs> what that going to do? That's different. What that but do? what I'm saying is, it's like this one time when I went trick-or-treating, and my mom, like, now I understand why when I was younger, my mom was like, don't eat all that candy in one day. Because I was like, I'm going to eat it. And she was like, all right, you can eat it. So I ate all the chocolate. The next day, I had a stomachache. I don't like chocolate no more. Yeah, it, the, the food analogies just keep going. Yes, <laughs> like I can, yes. I can taste a little chocolate every now and then, but I can't even eat the little chocolate muffin no more. I can't eat the whole thing. But is that? And I can listen to Seven Eleven here and there, like one verse at a time. But you're not gonna catch me listening to the whole album. Don't I repeat cannot, all that, day, every day. Is that song out of her? Is like that Beyonce or is that the? Beehive, or is that actually the other people? It's like a pie chart, and they all have equal parts. Ooh, hey, equal, but I like that. Hey, it's chart. definitely a chart. We're not all equal, you know. <laughs> I'm probably in that good 45. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. I, I but don't there's really, a small percent that's worse than me. It's like a yeah, there's like that, a pie like, chart. Like another 15. Yeah. The majority it, is you die for the half. Yeah. Yeah. I don't the, die the, the little nah. sliver is her. No, the bigger part is her stand. <laughs> Then it's Beyonce. Then it's like the normal people that tolerate Beyonce, and then it's the media. So, that, so I'm I'm wondering about that because yes, our I don't know how we got on Beyonce. Um, <laughs> I know that Beyonce is probably like the upper echelon of a example, um, but you also have people that will die for the have. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Nikki the stands gotta go. And Cardi, and Cardi, and Cardi. yes, the Rihanna, stands of anybody, Rihanna, like the stands of anybody have to go because these stands are dangerous. Like you know that little um. Korean pop group BTS. Yeah. There's fans out here that are coming for the black fans because they're saying, like, we're making them look bad because we can't afford the merch and we don't go to all their concerts and stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know about you, but just right because there. your mom gave you a trust yeah. fund and you can buy whatever you want to buy with that because they understand that you're not paying attention enough in school or having the good enough grades to send you off to college so they're just going to let you do what you want to do with your life. Right. Just because you can spend that money on whatever Who you made want this child? to. <laughs> I was just saying, just because you can spend that money on whatever you want to don't mean that there's hey. not other people out here that like this group the same as you, but they got to work for what they have and they're not going to spend their whole $900 paycheck on a jacket that says BTS of people that that they probably will never meet because they can't pay the full a thousand dollars to get the front row tickets. Right. I'm just saying. Like, just um, you being a fan is you being saying. a fan. You don't buy the merch, you're still a fan. <laughs> you buy the merch, you're still a fan. That doesn't make you any better or any worse than anyone else. So, are you? Is this really just I'm not a fan of fans versus I'm I not a fan that's, of artists? I pretty much think a little bit of both. It's more so I'm not a fan of fans than artists, but okay. there's some artists I'm just not a fan of. I think we should end this conversation here. Why? I don't I like Beyonce. Why? Well, okay. <laughs> 
Well, you okay, know ladies what? And gentlemen, let me this put is what let me no let with. me put your curtain back. <laughs> this save my is, money. This is what uh, return target. I like I like SZA. But wait a minute. No. But let me let me no. retouch on the SZA thing. I like SZA for her music, anymore. not as a person, because like I don't know what she do in her spare time or whatever. But like the song "Garden" just really speak to me. You know, like, SZA's you know fine as a singer. Yeah, she's great. I listen to her music, but you know, she gives me Lauryn Hill vibes with these pulling out of shows. You know, Ooh. yeah, and people just—that's a real quick way to lose fans. Like, I spent all this money, and, and you then, gonna tell me the day before you're not coming? You ain't coming. Okay, and then you do fair, it again, and then you cancel and don't ever show up. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. no, no. Like, to no, be no, no, fair, no, no. she's losing her voice because of the way she sings. She doesn't and sing. Okay, she doesn't sing with good technique because well, I'm then she sure should she invest in some classical. She needs a coach. But I feel like if she did, if she did invest in voice lessons, she would, she would lose. So you see how you're explaining? Explaining she would lose her original, right? Style. That's how I was explaining Beyonce. Yeah, so I don't like Beyonce, right? No, 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 right. That's, that's okay. cool, but see, then you go around and still go and say, See, I'm that. playing, I'm see, playing. No, you're not. <laughs> you just you just want your bath set. It's gonna stay on that target registry. You just you better put some towels on the floor and wipe them feet off. She's gonna show up tomorrow with a tomorrow just how with a Beyonce tool shirt on, like, Hey, Jay. No, they, they don't even make them. They don't even make those number. Right, you got it. You got this from Joy. Take it back. <laughs> Take it back. I was with her. I was there. I got the other one. I got the other one. I mean, don't and we me. got the piece. I'm gonna text her and be like, Joy didn't work. <laughs> oh, and I'm gonna text her back. Like, oh. My favorite song. I'm gonna text her back. Like, um, How'd you get in my house? <laughs> <laughs> my favorite song by Beyonce is I'm a Diva. That'll always be my favorite song really? by I her. I like her B-sides, her song, her non-singles. Anything after four? Four. Yeah. I but when she, when she, like when she got song. on that world vibe, yeah. and she really made me want to go to Africa too, like, what you found over there? I ain't even take it on no appropriation, because <laughs> they was all in the video. She, she showed that part. Yeah. So after that, I feel like her music really grew. Mm. I feel like four was the last of her album that got any pop play. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cause when she dropped that Beyonce, they didn't know what they they didn't know who that was. Who did? And then when she dropped Lemonade, they were like, Beyonce's black. What? What? Surprise. She thought she was Creole. Okay. Yeah, Creole is a whole different race, right? Right. There. They be like, we thought she was Creole. We like, you know that. We thought she was safe black. That's. I mean, she still got the blonde in her. We thought she was mixed. Almost one. We thought she was mixed. And she out here doing all sorts. All types of blackness. My, right. mama, my mama Louisiana. Why is her hair like that? How? What, who did her perm? Right. Beyonce braids. That was the other funny thing. Beyonce like, braids. White people have seen braids for the first time ever on Beyonce. <laughs> right. Like, I ain't like, never seen her braids some before. Beyonce I heard braids, these were baby. lemonade braids. No, no they cornrows corn to the side. <laughs> Y'all yeah, ain't never seen no cornrows before. No. You remember that little black girl, the one little black girl that was in class with you in elementary school that had the hair braided to say, yeah, that's what they are. That's what that was. Because her mama was creative. Those you know? are, oh, let me give you something different. Those aren't boxer braids. They aren't. Oh my God. Stop calling them boxer like, braids. I don't have a problem with white people like, having really, box braids, but call it what it is. <laughs> call it what it is. Like, you're going to get the box braids, call them box braids. Boxer I would prefer them calling cornrows boxer braids over box braids being and called And Kim Kardashian did not come out with the two Don't get me started on Kim Kardashian because I. I swear to God, I was that her. is everybody's first hairstyle. You know, first when you're a baby, you get the little pin on the top. First day of yeah, school, yeah. that's first day right. Of school, then next to you, you get enough hair, you get the the, the, the big ponytail. Uh -huh. Then you get to get the two more, braids. It just start coming Then you down. get to the two braids, and then you like my age now. You got them all the way down here. That's it. 
And y'all out here and like, it's real. It ain't no added in. Y'all love like, but I'm just fashion. saying, like Kim Kardashian's whole Culture. family gotta go. They need to be. What is the word that I learned in school that happened to the Jewish people when they had to leave their land? Whoa, 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 whoa. They need to be excommunicated. They need to be excommunicated from the United States. Because I swear to God, every person they touch is left in the dust. I did too. I was like, is she about to say a gas chamber? What's about to happen? Where is that going? I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean it like that. I would never say that. I would never I would never say that. That is so wrong. But I just feel like they need to be excommunicated from the United States. They need to go back to where they from, Liberia, or aren't they like Lebanese? Armenian. Like they Armenian. <laughs> somebody said somebody said they're Lebanese. I don't know. They no, need to Armenian themselves that's back to yeah. where they came from. <laughs> they need to go back, and I don't mean that in a like racist way. But I'm just saying like they've done enough damage mm-hmm. to anybody that they've touched. I'm just gonna say even I the least problematic the is still is problematic. <laughs> growth from because she you knows she still makes those little mistakes in her youth. They're still following her through. She's trying to eloquently <laughs> tell you what it is that she knows what she's trying to say. I'm just saying, like, I have a friend. Lebanese, I'm not going to say her name. But they need to go to back to, what did you call it? Liberia? They need to go back I to mean, that And then that's okay. You're allowed to make those mistakes because you're still learning. Ge- geography. Hey, geography. Well, it's fine. No, it's fine. I just don't want anybody to be like, she don't know what she's talking about. But I'm sorry. No, it just trying. takes a little, you, a little bit of work. But you did what a lot of people don't do, off. and you was like, wait, what is that? Can you, like, you didn't, oh, you know, yeah. you didn't just be like, you didn't, just, right. You didn't, right, you didn't just stand in there and be like, yeah, they from like That's what it is. Like, that's, that's, that's what I said. from. That's not it. <laughs> but no, because the internet is, like, said so. It's just everything, <laughs> everything they do is bad. Like, her mother sold her sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's real pimping your children. Why would That's you do really that? She felt like... Why? And you, and you let your 16-year-old get plastic surgery? Yes. And then Kylie Jenner, I was like, you need to love your natural self. What happened to your no boobs, your flat butt, and your no lips? <laughs> oh, you took, she took the lip fillers out. No, 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 no. It gets better because she took the lip fillers out thinking she, she was making a change, but really it was just because it was hurting her face. You're not fooling nobody. And then, like, I didn't even watch the little Q&A between Kylie and Travis Scott, but I'm pretty sure it was the most awkward thing to watch. (laughs) I didn't watch that either for the very same reason. There's a Q&A of, like, there's a love Q&A between her and Travis Scott, and it just, the thumbnail Wait, ain't there a third woman involved? Ain't there, like, a treat? They doing a menage a trois, some type thing? Because it's a third third girlfriend, a third person in that. They they sharing him. I don't know what you're talking about. That's what I heard. I and know. I was like, that's so nasty. I don't know nothing about what's happening with the Kardashians. <laughs> oh, I wish I didn't know. But one of my friends is like obsessed with me. She's like, oh my God, I've been watching it since it came out. I want to be one of them so bad. I'm just like, girl, no, you don't. No. <laughs> you, can, like, you can barely deal with the stuff that's going on. Like, you can't talk to your therapist for one day. You're losing your mind, but you want to be a Kardashian. You want to be a Kardashian, you're going to need your therapist to be an in-home therapist. Like, you're going you're gonna to be hit. You're going to be hurt. Yeah. And then I feel bad for all their kids, too. Because their kids well, look like they could be genuine. That's all they know. Okay. And, and unfortunately, as like your women, mom, your mom got pimped out by her mom, and then your dad is losing his mind and erasing your black side. Well, hey, well, unfortunately, this is like the cycle that some families Like, I just feel experience. bad for their kids because their kids are mixed race, but their black side is being erased. This is like the cycle some kids experience when their parents have had experiences. And they haven't been able to fix it. They tend to project that onto their kids because that's all they know. And one thing I've learned, like, in my adulthood is you can't control experiences. Right. Regarding to you, regarding to other people. Like, you, just like you can't control what's happened to you, 
You can't control what's happening to somebody else. But what you can do is control how you react mm -hmm. in any situation. And I think that is one of the major parts about growing up. And as you begin your college journey, I went to school. I went to a primarily white institution. Um, I had to learn quick that your reaction, though, get a journal. Yeah, get I have journal. one now. Mm -hmm. Get a journal, but you 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 can you can control how you react. So when you come across people like that, they may be like that because of their experiences. You can do a couple things. You can try, 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 yell until you're blue in the face, trying to explain it, or you can say, I, I see why you're there. This is not something that I accept in my life. This is not something I accept to people that I allow in my circle. So I hope the best for you. I'm not gonna argue with you about it. It's not gonna change my day-to-day -day life, none. My, my eight-hour routine is gonna be the same. So, you, you know, you can't control experience. And I just think that also makes people a little more understanding. Now, we still not accepting, fuck shit. No, There's not. a difference. That's, that's also important. Don't let people try to say, be understanding to, mm -hmm. some, to some wild, way, crazy, off-the-wall shit. Yeah. We're talking bare-level life experiences, things that, we, like you said earlier, most of the time, even when somebody does something wrong, there's a piece of you that's like, ah, I can see why they did that. That's yeah. the thing we talk about. We're not talking about people that's coming to screw you over and mess up your life. But that's what I'm saying. So we can't control experiences, but you can control your, re your reactions. And the one piece of advice I have for you is if you always keep your intentions pure, most of the time you'll be okay. Yep. If, you're in, if you, you think about a situation, what are my intentions? If your intentions are to hurt somebody or your intentions are to cause a feeling that would negatively affect somebody on purpose, you probably shouldn't, it's probably something you shouldn't do. Right. Probably something you do. So think about your intention. If you want to post, you want to have it down, you want to rant, think about your intentions. Is my intentions to inform or is my intentions to be shady? Mm -hmm. my, one of the things I love and admire about my daughter, Imani, is her IDGAF factor is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Like, she'll look at you like, <laughs> I really don't care. Queen. Mm -hmm. And just keep him Queen okay. with the side eye. Whatever. No, like, like my catchphrase. My catchphrase okay. is like somebody will say something to me and I'll just be like, okay. Or like we'll be in an argument and then they'll just like, I'm trying to think, cut away. <laughs> like they'll try to tell me something about myself that they obviously don't know what they're talking about. Like I could just be like, I'm five foot tall. They'll be like, um, this chart here says you're five two, and I'll just be like, I didn't know you knew everything about me, but okay, go off. <laughs> go off, sis. Like that's, that's yeah, that's all I say. Go, go off, sis. Mm -hmm. okay. <laughs> and how is that helping you? <laughs> but Just go off. I wanna, I, I wanna kind of piggyback on what you said when you touched on therapy a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. You were talking about you know homegirl want all these things, but she can't even go to therapy on time or whatever you said. So, <laughs> um, going into the new spaces in which you are going to. How do you plan on taking care of yourself mentally? So first, I'm just going to, like, not forget all the stuff that I have. But I'm going to, like, try to make it so it's not, like, a bag that I'm carrying and dragging with me, if that makes sense. Like, I'm going to just leave the stuff where it's at, if that makes sense. Like, all the stuff that happened to me here, everything that I went through here, I'm going to, like, leave it there so that I'm not walking into a new space with old problems, if that makes sense. Okay. But then, like, I'm not, at the same time, I'm not going to forget about it. Like, I'm still going to remember where I came from, what I went through, et cetera. <laughs> but I'm not going to let it become a hindrance to me. 
And if it does, or, like, if I happen to develop new problems or whatever, I'm not going to sit there and soak in it. Like, it's a Christian campus. They have a minister on campus. Like, I'm going to try to work that out with her. And if that doesn't work, then I'm going to seek outside help. Like, I just kind of have, like, a plan for it. Like, I don't know. I guess I just have, like, a doomsday list for every possible situation. Mm-hmm. Which is probably why, like, earlier when you were trying to explain that to me, I was, like, very black and white about everything. Yeah. Because, like, in my head, like, I just think like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, I've already compiled a list of, like, um, if this happens, then I'll do this. Like, if and then. Mm-hmm. I guess it was just because, like, I don't know. I was really good at writing if and then statements with reasons as to why. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I just kind of, like, started doing that mentally. Mm-hmm. First off, kudos for having a plan of sorts, you know. I mean, I always have a plan. I just never know how to execute it. But there are going to be resources there, too, for you. So I want you to make sure that you're aware of those resources. Yeah, they talked to me about it. They were saying, like, there's a counselor there. I can talk to her, and she's not allowed to share with anybody, not even you, no matter how much you ask. Now, if I want to let you know about it, then I can sign a consent release form with your info on it or whatever. But the only time she's ever going to say anything to anybody else is if it's something that could harm myself or others. And she's not even going to say the nature of it. She's going to say that she's worried about it. And then they will, like, try to figure out if I want to talk about it to them. Mm -hmm. And they will, like, try to get me to talk about it. And if worse comes to worse, they'll probably send me to an institution. But worse ain't going to come to worse. (laughs) And that's 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 a a reality. That's a part of her going down the Mm -hmm. doomsday list. Yeah, because one of my other friends, um, she was in a musical with me. I'm not going to say her name, but one of my other friends had recently went to college last year during my senior year. And she had, like, a lot of mental problems that she was just, like, dodging and, like, not dealing with at all. And she just felt like once she got to college, she could just drop all that and pretend to be someone else and I think like it was just building up building up building up Mm -hmm. and catching up to her and she ended up having to spend her first year of college in a mental institution Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. during that like she was like in there or whatever but when she got out she still wasn't coping well so she lost like all the friends from here Mm -hmm. because she like cut them off claiming that it would be better for her Mm -hmm. and now she's just like at a loss for people to be with because she's back in the state now but She's got no friends or whatever. And she keeps, like, trying to hit us up or whatever. But we're just like, no, like, we try to help you. And you just, like, cut us off. Mm -hmm. Is there ever a point where you guys will ever actually be able to sit down and say, okay, one-on-one or in that little group setting, because you guys are a close-knit group, where you all can sit down with her and be like, hey, we still love you. We're still concerned with you. But the way you handled it, not only affected you, but it affected us as well. Are you guys ever going to be able the to... The issue is, this will be like the 10th or 11th time we've had this conversation with her. And a lot of them, mm-hmm. a lot of us are just like at the point where we're just like... Like you, you're done? I mean, like, I can never get to the point with somebody, but I'm just saying, like, this is the line, and I'm like one foot on the line. Everybody else has jumped over the line. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's, it, it's okay to let that person go if, if it is for your sanity. Um, you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped. So if that person is either fighting the help or they don't understand or realize that what they are doing is more detrimental than helpful, it's okay 
You've literally done everything you can possibly do. Mm-hmm. It's okay to walk away. It's that's not throwing somebody away. That's not you know what, I'm done F that person. It's if that person is willfully not seeking help or they've like cut all these people off and done it it's okay. You know what? Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and back up now. Because mm-hmm. there's literally nothing else I can do for you. You've shown me that there's nothing else I can do for you. And I w- I'm going to ask you, how do you take care, take care of yourself in your own self-care routines that you may already have and you're just going to add to? Or if you don't have one, we can help you create one right now. Like physically here. or mentally? Both. Oh, well, <laughs> I guess I want to start with physical because it's just easier. Like, um... Whenever I just, like, feel like I have dark circles under my eyes or, like, I just feel, like, my skin not doing too great by herself, I'm just... What I started doing, and this, like, with me, might be, like, a tip for you guys or whatever. I always go to Sephora. She doing makeup tips. <laughs> I always go to Sephora. Guys, here's my makeup haul. Uh. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about makeup. I'm not talking about makeup. So what I do is I always go to the face care section. Sometimes if I'm feeling a little bougie, I'll go to the hair care section, too. And I'll just stand there and look lost. And then one of the employees come up to me, and they'll be like, oh, do you need some help or whatever? And I'll just be like, oh, I'm wondering about a product. And I'll just list, like, the things that are, like, wrong. Like, I'll be like, that reduces red spots or reduces breakouts or whatever. They'll be like, we have this product. Would you like to try it? And then I'll be like, yep. And they put it in the little trial size. So you're just out here gaming the system. Yep. And then, and then after that... <laughs> I take no, it home. We are supposed she's to be talking self-care tips. It's caring about my pockets because I'm not paying $38 for a face mask. I just got five uses out of them too. And then it gets better. Like, because I live like in the middle of a lot of malls or stuff, I just go to she short is, pump after that. She is her that. mama's daughter because I'm a sample queen. Let, let me get a little something. But it's just like <laughs> the way that they do it, they fill it up so much. I can get like easily five uses out of every little tube, especially for face masks. You just like the door. So if you have a budget and you really want to get your stuff together. They do it for liquid highlighters, um, foundation, perfume. Also, I found like some Sephora's, like if you want to try a setting spray, they'll put it in the perfume bottle and then you could use it like that. Um, Yeah, just ask for the samples. And then that's how I get like all my skincare stuff for free. You know, I just try it out. (laughs) And then, and then, like, if I'm just having, like, a really bad day or my skin is just bad, I'll just use my free skincare and then do that. Sometimes. So her self-care, part one. <laughs> if she's having a bad day, she's going to beat that face. She's going to get that skin right. I'm going to beat so my gonna face her, with my It's going to make products. her feel. Yeah, if I feel bad inside, and but I make myself look good on the outside, it will, like, seep through. So, <laughs> the logic. <laughs> And then mentally when I'm just having a bad day or a good day or any day in general, like, my mom got me this really cute, like, diary thing. And it has, like, cactuses on it. It says, you're looking sharp today. (laughs) (laughs) So I just, just, she got me a pack of different color pens as well. So I just write in there all the time. And what I do is I'll just, like, put the date in the little corner that they gave me. And then I'll just put, like, a song title that relates to my mood and then the time that it is. Just mm-hmm. so, like, when I go back to read it, because I always go back to read my diaries or whatever, I guess, to see the growth. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll just put, like, the time. Because sometimes I'll, I don't know, I just have trouble sleeping, so sometimes I don't sleep. So sometimes I'll write at, like, 10 p.m. and then I'll still be awake. And then I'll just, like, start 
thinking about stuff and then I'll write again at like 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. in the morning or whatever. So that's why I put like a time or whatever. But yeah, good day, bad day, sad day, happy day, whatever. I just write in there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, once I write about it, I just feel like it's just been lifted off of me and mm-hmm. I can just let it go. Okay. And I'm trying to get her to do like, okay, go walking. Just I hate walking. Breathe hate in fresh air and just. I'll open the window. <laughs> <laughs> or get or get the four cent for breeze. I notice I said try. I'm just like just go outside. Sometimes that's a good escape because I'll go somewhere and sit on somebody's hilltop at a park and just be like, yeah. no, I, I, need a I have found like that does work. But for me, it just feels more effective when it's like two o'clock in the morning and mm-hmm. I'm in the city on top of a random building. <laughs> I mean that's valid and that's fine because like I used to have this friend and we would always go out to the river or whatever. Or we would, there's like a bridge and it has like lights on it or whatever. Or he also like told me he climbs abandoned buildings. I was just like, okay. But then like we walked up the steps inside and we like went to the top where the parking deck was and we were just like looking out at the city and stuff mm-hmm. and the sun was rising. It was just very peaceful. So like she might not agree with that because like I'm out at three, four, or five in the morning. <laughs> okay. But like at the same time, like it's just peaceful for me okay. to like be out. Cause like, you're so used to seeing the city, like, boom, 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 traffic everywhere, da, 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 da. But, like, at that time in the morning, it's mm-hmm. empty. You might catch the occasional drunk person tripping, which might make a good story to tell because it's funny. Um, <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can just, like, be out there and exist, and mm-hmm. there's not, like, lines for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, in the summer, it's cool because it's warm, but not too warm. So, like, you don't got to worry about snow or rain or anything like that. It's just really peaceful for me. For clarity purposes, the only reason I don't understand is when I don't know where the heck you are <laughs> at 4 o'clock in the morning. No, you say, hey, I'll be right back. And the then morning. I wake up 4 o'clock in the morning. Hey, no, money. where are you? Oh, my phone died. <laughs> I mean, when you out there climbing abandoned buildings, they don't pay the electricity in abandoned, building, abandoned buildings. Dude. So oh I'm not going to charge my phone. We live in the age of power banks. Get out of here. Dude. Anyway. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Like, come with something better. So... As we, we're going to go into our last commercial break of the show, and this is the segment after the break is where we, um, what's that thing called? Lord have mercy. It's been such a great conversation. I forgot. I'm forgetting what I'm talking this about. Is what we do um, We rewrite the script. Okay. So, okay. um, <laughs> Imani, I'm going to ask you to think about while we're on commercial break to contemplate what you would rewrite the script for and that's script as in prescription so if you had the opportunity to rewrite something in your life what would that thing be and why so give you about two minutes to think about that and we'll be right back hey hey it's miss tony need something to wear but don't want to look like everybody else on the planet then head over to 322 by tony the boutique with vintage and modern clothing and accessories for men and women, all at extremely affordable prices. Shop anytime at 322bytony.com. That's 3-22-B-Y-T-O-N-I.com. Again, 3-22-B-Y-T-O-N-I.com. Follow us on Instagram at 3-22-BYTONY or on Facebook at 3 by Tony. 322 by Tony. Look. Holistic care for the mind, body, and spirit. 
Free Spirit Enterprises LLC is a parent company for Organic Creations, Jewelry by Design, Miller Publishing, and Consultation Services. Organic Creations offers you the best in natural homemade skin and hair care products. Jewelry by Design allows you, the customer, to design your own jewelry as it is custom made just for you. Thinking of self-publishing a book or novel? Check out Miller Publishing and Consultation Services. Free Spirit Enterprises is where holistic care meets mind, body, and spirit. Visit us at freespiritenterprisesco.biz. That's F-R-E-E-S-P-I-R-I-T-E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-S-E-S-C-O dot B-I-Z. Or you can call 804-252-6562. Like us on Facebook under Free Spirit Enterprises, LLC. Friday. Yep. I feel like I'm doing something Friday. Working. Yeah. Working. Are you coming to the cookout? I'm going to She's already seen burritos. We being black. That's what we do. Okay, I could eat a chicken burrito. Yeah, but it ain't the same. At the Mexican grill. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. And they don't have no watermelon sauce. Yes, we... Oh, no. We be dancing in the kitchen. I promise you, we do. They be playing trap music. We be dancing next to the fryer. I be shaking the chips, trying to get the oil off. Let me tell you. They play that, too, because Julian, he like old music or whatever, and he always in charge of music. Name an Earth, Wind, and Fire song. Um, September. Bless. So, because I was born in September. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, we're live. So. Oh. <laughs> Look, well, I kind of knew, knew that because she was holding the mic. In and I'm my like, mind, wait a minute. I was like, it's been a long two minutes. Because right. I was waiting to jump in there to be like, hey. You're like double Dutch. So, okay. I'm just, uh, just going to find the moment. Just, <laughs> just going to find the moment. So. Lord. Yes. This is the end of the show. Um, so, we're going to ask you a question and then you're going to. Ask us a question for the end. So I'm gonna ask you a question. Yeah. So Dang, I never have questions. It's okay. It's <laughs> Even right. if it your questions can be very like surface or they could be, you know, very deep. deep. So it all depends on you. But the question that I have for you is how would you rewrite the script if you could? So if there's this thing in your life that you wish you could do over again, how would you rewrite that and why okay so one thing that I wish I could do over in my life is like reconnecting with my dad because it didn't go as well as it could have but like at the point where he just showed up like I was like 17 he was like still trying to be like oh, I'm your dad, and you can't do these things because I'm your dad, da, da, da. Like, I was basically almost an adult by then, mm-hmm. and he had missed the formative years of my life. So him saying that just had no effect on me whatsoever, and I don't know. I guess, like, my nonchalantness was, like, taken from me being disrespectful in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And so, like, eventually, I think, what what happened? I was supposed to go... He was supposed to help me out with going to prom. Like, he was supposed to pay for getting my hair done. Mm-hmm. And I had told him, like, months in advance. And every month, I would just, like, tell him, 
like remind him so he could like set something aside or whatever because he told me to do that not because I was trying to pester him mm-hmm. so I would just be like hey dad are you still are you still okay to help me with prom and keep in mind like yeah he's my dad but like at the same time who am I to expect something from somebody he can say no right but the issue was he never said no so that's his fault but um <laughs> yeah so I would just remind him he'd be like don't worry I got you mm-hmm. and then outside of that we would have normal conversations but like I don't know it was just like Every time I would call him on the phone, he would be like, we talked for like two minutes, and he'd be like, okay, I have to get back to work. Mm-hmm. And then he would always be like, call me whenever you need me. Cause so sometimes I'd call him at 2 o'clock in the morning. He'd be like, okay, I need to go back to work. I'll call him at the afternoon. Okay, I need to go back to work. Hmm. What kind of job so do you no work conversation that's happening. Yeah. And then as it got closer and closer to prom, and I would ask him or whatever, and then it got to like the Sunday before, mm-hmm. I was like, hey, I'm going to need the money by now because that's when the girl could do my hair the Sunday before. Mm -hmm. And he didn't respond. And the prom was May 5th, and my birthday was April 29th. He had missed my birthday. Like, he hadn't said anything to me. He got an iPhone. So I know that he left me on red because it said red. I'm not stupid. (laughs) So, But I was going to let that slide because, I mean, he hadn't been saying happy birthday for, like, years now. So it was nothing new to me. It wasn't It would have been appreciated, but, like, I wasn't sweating it because he didn't say it. Right. You know, here we are. Yeah, like it's over now. It's like May fourth or whatever day it was. So I was just like, "Are are you still gonna help me out with prom?" He was like, "Oh, now you want to talk to me when you need something?" I was like, "What?" And then like there was a point where like he was going off about how like let me pull up the messages. Let me let me, get, let me grab the receipts. I had to pull them up so I know that I'm being um, correct. One second. <laughs> One second, guys. I only have some music playing. Oh, oh no, it was on my other phone. Burp, 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 burp. Yeah, oh, really? something. I don't know. It was on the other phone. Lord have phone mercy. Bag, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, she. Listen, when I say this commercial break is being brought to you by <laughs> Imani, looking for her phone. Have you ever not had your phone? And it's on. It? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow, Jesus. I don't even know why I still have this, but I don't you know. know either. Here you are. Mm. <laughs> Creator number two. Okay. Yeah, the, the way that she has us listed in the phone, I'm creator one. He's creator two. I thought she said hater. No, nah, I would have been like, okay, well, that's Okay, so First I had off. said my birthday is on Sunday, and I would appreciate it if you would give me the money by then. <laughs> so he didn't say anything for like five days after that. So then I said, Dad, with a question mark. He said, yo. <laughs> I said, did you have a good day yesterday? He said, not really, but it was okay. I said, did you happen to have anything left over? Because he was telling me after he paid his bills, he would give me whatever he had left over. He said, still trying to get a few dollars of my brows or something like that. Bear with me. He can't spell for nothing. <laughs> he said, didn't have much left over after bills and child support. But I'm still working on it. How many days we have left? I said I need it by Wednesday. Sunday was the last day, but she was willing to do it and then get paid after. Mm -hmm. So he said, I don't know if I'm going to have it by then, but I will try. And do you just need spending money? I said, no, it's for prom. So he says, okay. And then he said, of next week, right? And I said, no, of this week. So then he says, well, I will try. Don't make much money. Have you asked your mom? Obviously, I've asked my mom because, like, my mom was, like, already out there asking other people. I only asked him because I know parents like to be involved in stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody wants to see their son or daughter get all dressed up and go to prom. Like, mm-hmm. 
that's just it's just a moment, like a milestone, like you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So then, I was telling him like, yes, I've asked my mom, and she's trying to do her best. So then he started asking me all these questions about my mom, like where she lived, where she worked, da da da. And I was just like, I was ignoring him because I was in class at the time, like mm-hmm. in school, and I can't be on my phone anyway. So he tried to call me, and he got upset. So I told him that I couldn't call him. And then I said, he asked me, because at the time I was staying with my aunt. So he asked me why I wasn't living with my mom. And I had just turned 18. So I was like, I don't live with my mom because I'm grown. And you would have known that if you would have realized my birthday was yesterday. (laughs) He said, who are you talking to? I knew it was yesterday. You don't call me or come to see me or anything like that. And it's like, every time I talk to you, you ask you for money. I don't owe you anything. You need to take that up with your lying blank mother. Hmm. So that did not sit well with me So I didn't respond (laughs) And he said And I pay child support for you Where the F is that money He pays $50 a month I don't The money is probably in the groceries So then he said So he said You not grown yet Obviously I'm grown I just turned 18 (laughs) If he was paying attention And then he was like For the last 18 Yeah he was like Where your mom at and then I, didn't, she I didn't respond because I'm in class at this time. That's and my phone's like blowing up, blowing up, blowing up. And my teacher's like, what's going on? So I was like, he said, see, that's what I'm talking about. It's always these lying women always brainwashing the kids into believing it's the dad's fault. I tell you to come and see me in person and don't talk to me. Oh, he said, until you come see me in person, don't talk to me. Don't ask me for S word. Okay. I don't know who you, the F you think you are talking to, but I'm your real dad and you need to respect me as so. So I typed back I was very respectful I said okay first of all I'm speaking to you because he asked who I was talking to <laughs> and then I said secondly I shouldn't have to call you because it's my birthday I shouldn't be begging someone to say happy birthday to me when they gave birth or when they were in charge of making me mm-hmm. so then I said if you really wanted to wish me a happy birthday you should have called or texted you could have done that especially when I texted you on Thursday and you left me on red so then I was oh, like, thirdly, know. I asked know for money. Well <laughs> I said, thirdly, I asked for money because I needed it for prom. And my mom has given me what she can. She even got her friends to help out because she can't afford it. And I was thinking that as my father, you would chip in as well as send your daughter off to prom. Fourthly, you made the choice to conceive me. Therefore, you do owe me something. And the small amount of child support isn't cutting it. I don't care about the child support or any extra money. It's just wanted, I just wanted money for prom. That's it. Fifthly, whether my mother is a liar or not, you do not get to call her out of her name to me because she doesn't talk about you like that. I am grown according to the state of law, and my mother is minding her business. And it's crazy how you claim that you are my real dad, yet you don't do anything but pay child support. That's all. So he read it. He I ain't said, heard a lie yet. <laughs> he said, you know what? I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs> and I don't owe you S word, F you think. I don't give a F how small the child support is. That's what your mom wanted. And so be it. But she needs to tell the truth. And by the way, none of my kids have ever disrespected me. Thanks. You grown. Live in, live your life. And time kids. will show you the truth. You think about what you did. And remember what I tried to tell you. I said, what do you mean goodbye? You can't relate yourself to me. You can't unrelate yourself to me. You chose to make me. And now you got to deal with the consequences. I didn't ask to be here. You claim my mom needs to tell the truth, even though there's nothing to tell. So why don't you just tell me the truth? I didn't disrespect you. I'm just pointing stuff out to you. And this is what an adult does. If they see the problem, they try to discuss it and fix it. But the message never delivered because he blocked me. So, (laughs) so like the thing that I think I wish I could have redone is just like, 
not been so naive to try to let him in again and give him the opportunity to do stuff right. Like, I was being very lenient. There, That's not the only time that he's left me on bread for weeks at a time. Like, we had a dinner date scheduled, and I was going to pay. He didn't know that. It was supposed to be a surprise. But I was going to pay, and I was asking him, hey, Dad, can we go to Buffalo Wild Wings? And I picked the cheapest night because they do, like, 69-cent wings on Thursdays, if I'm not mistaken. So I would have only been paying $5 per person. That's $10 plus a tip. That's 15 So... I asked him, do you want to do dinner? He was like, yeah, sure. What time, what place? So I told him the time, told him the place. So he gets to that day, and I'm like, hey, Dad, can we still do dinner? He like leaves me on bread, so I'm just assuming he's at work. But then it's like I get ready to go. I'm dressed, and it's now an hour, 30 minutes afterwards. My mom has now come home. She's like, are you still going? I'm like, yeah, Mom, he's coming. And she was like, okay. So I'm sitting there, sitting there. The sun has now begun to set, and my mom's just like, he's not coming, is he? And I was just so upset. And it's just been like other stuff like that. Like it's not that I didn't try, try to come see him because I did, I did try. And he just wasn't meeting me halfway. Like you can't expect to have a relationship and then it doesn't work on both ends. One, I'm super, super duper proud of you for standing your ground and speaking what matters to you because your emotions matter. I'm dealing with something very similar right now with my kid and People love to conflate the idea that anyone under the age of 18 or somebody freshly into 18 can't have their own feelings and emotions. And you stood your ground against someone who was giving you the runaround. And they were more upset that you caught on to the bull versus them taking any type of ownership of what they had done to you. And so I'm super proud of you. I commend you on standing your ground, and I hope that you continue to do that. If you no longer want anything to do with your dad after this moment, nobody in this room, and I'm pretty sure everybody listening is like, go, girl. He didn't even give me the choice to make that choice. He made that choice. He made that choice for you, right. So it's like, oh, okay, well, if I never see you again, that's on you, dog. Yep. So the thing of it is um, trust and belief. I got the screenshots of that conversation. Produce the screenshots. Yeah. She sent me, she's like, hey, mom, this happened. And I'm getting a barrage of these things. And mind you, I'm in school, in the classroom. And my, yeah, we were both in school. My, 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 my notification, okay, can you teach this lesson? I have to go outside real quick. Mm-hmm. So, me reading that. I was completely in my feelings the whole time. Like, I was, like, ready to walk up out of that school, go find him. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, reading it all the way to the end and seeing how she articulated herself, how she was very mature in how she expressed how she felt, what her point of view was, it was awesome. It's like a feeling that I can't even put into words. Like, okay, she... She gonna be all right. She gonna be all right. And then to see the little tidbit about her, you know, saying, hey, back up off my mama. You know, I was like, that's right. That's right. You don't tell nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? You, you, you better, you know. Because when he first initially reached out to me after he claimed I had been ducking and dodging him, which has been a total lie because... People who we know, we run into similar circles. Mm-hmm. He knew how to find me. I had just stopped chasing him at this point, right. you know. Really and I'm like, real talk, 
if you really wanted to find me, ain't nothing wrong with you going to court trying to bring me in mm-hmm. for any type of visitation. Because I show up. <laughs> I don't have no problem. Here I am. You know, you ain't want me to go to court to take you up for child support. So I gave you that gratitude. All I did was get a TANF check. And on top of all that, um, I was like, I barely get $50 because whatever they take out of your check, is what I get the remainder of. Like, the state is going to get their stuff. So, on top of all that, I'm just on some stuff like, dude, you're about to mess up an opportunity here. Your daughter is willing to talk to you. She's willing to sit down and talk to you after years of you being absent, going against what you said you were going to do. You know, it's, why would you jack that up like that? Like, your main concern is me. It's never her. Right. You're always asking her. And she didn't tell me this until after the, the stuff hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Every time I talked to him, Ma, he would always ask me to talk to you and ask you to take him off of child support. And I'm like, he ain't paying me nothing. What am I going to take him off of? <laughs> you know? And I'm like, on top of that, you have the gall to ask me to take you off child support when you don't support her in any other way. Right. You don't show up. You've always known. You're like, you could have found out all the stuff you wanted to find out. Mm-hmm. What you're mad about is that I'm not like these other females you've been stepping out on your wife with mm. who will chase you down in the middle of the street, cuss you out, and rah-rah and all that other stuff behind their child, and you're not doing anything. That's not me. I don't do that. Right. I ain't got time for it. I told you before, either you're going to be daddy or you ain't. Mm -hmm. There is no in-between. Right. You keep in communication with her, cool. Your dealings are going to be with her and her alone unless we need to make an arrangement to meet somewhere. Right. You know, unless we need to talk about stuff like insurance and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But since you ain't doing all that, I don't need to talk to you. I need you to make sure that you continue to talk to her. Let her know that you are dad, the dad that you want her to believe that you are, the dad that you want her to see you as. Because truth be told, just because I don't get along with you, that doesn't mean there's not an opportunity for you and her to have this awesome father-daughter relationship. I have never told Imani anything other than the truth. I told her who you were, what your name was, in case she wanted to go looking for you herself, how to find you, all of that. I've never stood in the way of her potentially having a relationship with you. And for you to be a total ass and just try to take that out on her because you're not doing what you're supposed to do exactly. and she's not seeing you the way you want her to see you, right. that's not my fault. Mm-mm. I would never do that to my child. I'm never going to be a source of pain for my child, ever, if I can avoid it. If I can make sure that she has some contact with you and that makes her a complete person, then doggone it, I'm going to champion it for that. Yeah. But if you going to act that monkey, that's on you. She's going to see it for herself. She's not going to have her opinion based off of what I feel. Right. It's going to be off of her dealings with you. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, you showed her who you truly who you were. Really right. And now you got upset. And now that she's like, well, okay. Her attitude that. is real flippant about you now. Right. You, you block sh- her. You showed your whole ass. And you and block her mad. because truth hurts. Right. Nobody likes the truth. It ain't never meant to be a... A wonderful, desirable thing. Because the truth hurting you means you got to change something about you for stuff to go your way. Right. You ain't ready to change? Well, you know, maybe somewhere down the line, she might want to try again. Mm-hmm. That's on her That's now. on her. She's you, an adult now. You've made that 
the bridge that needs to be crossed. Right. And, and I'm she like, can decide it, to burn that joint. I mean, it was against my better wishes. When he initially contacted me, I, part, of, part of me was like, I don't even want to. Right. Because I I'm know like, how this is going to end. But yeah. I know, I know what's up. But you can't like, make that decision for them. This is her. Right. She got to make that decision. Yep. So I started like, you know who that is? Yeah, that's my dad. Mm-hmm. Okay. He wants to meet you. He wants to meet up with you. He wants to contact you. Okay. I will take you out there. Mm-hmm. You exchange numbers with them. You see everybody. Y'all have y'all little reunion. I'm going to stay off to the side unless I need to. Right. But at the same time, if you want to keep pursuing a relationship, I'm going to help you. Okay? Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to, in any way, shape, or form, interfere. I'm going to keep my opinions to myself. Because I honestly, in my heart of hearts, really wanted her to have that relationship with him. And the fact that it ended the way it did pisses me off even more because I really wanted that for her. And to see the hurt in her eyes, she tries to cover it up. Yeah. She doesn't want to talk about it because then that means she has to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. But I don't want her to carry that through life and block herself from anything that's potentially good just because this one man failed her. You know, I don't want her, if she has kids with somebody, think that her kid's going to have the same kind of relationship with it. You know, I don't want any type of negativity on that part. You know, it's it's still touch and go now when I try to talk to her about, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Yeah. You know, you're going to deal with it however you want to when you're ready to. So I'm not going to push. Right. But, you know. If you want to talk to mom, I'm here. If you want to talk to somebody else, I'm cool with you talking to other people as long as you're comfortable talking, but just don't hold that in. Don't hold that resentment in, you know? Mm -hmm. Just continue to know that now that he's showing you who he is, that still doesn't change who you are. That doesn't mean you're going to be a complete jerk like that. Right. At all. You can you can make the <laughs> you can make the decision that this is not the path you're Right. You're like you don't have to deal with toxic people. Mm-hmm. At and all. you don't have to be toxic to deal with toxic people. Nope. So Imani. If um if you could ask the three of us anything. And you can kinda go down the list like Miss Jess, I wanna know about this, Miss Joy, Mom, whatever. If you could ask us anything pertaining to us, small or large. What would you ask us? I have to think. That's okay. I wasn't prepared. Mm. This is what we do here on My Depression Scott Jokes. We just fly and you just think on your feet. <laughs> I feel like a little burp. <laughs> um. I heard it too. <laughs> I guess from from us being a little bit deeper into the adult game, you know, you can ask, it can be something small. It can ask, um, just give me a makeup tip. Or um, how do you be so creative unapologetically? Like, you know, mom, you know, what can, I don't know, anything that you would talk, you would ask your mom, like anything that you would ask me. Just, we want to be able to give you the opportunity to pose a question and get something off your chest or get, so, get a thought out there. And you're like, you know what, let me, 
Let me grab this nugget and put it in my pocket. Okay. So, um, no, there's a difference between dating someone and then going on dates with someone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, I'll just call it dating someone, being in a relationship with someone, and then dating. I'll Whenever I say dating, I mean, like, just going on dates with people. Mm-hmm. Is it wrong to, like, just be dating more than one person at a time versus... Being, I know, like, being in a relationship with more than one person at a time is wrong, but, like, is it wrong to date multiple people at the same time, or? I love that question, because that's, that's like an adult debate right now. It's yeah. just, it's very confusing, because, like, people often confuse the whole being in a relationship thing with the talking stage, and they want, like, they want their privileges of being in a relationship without being in a relationship, and then they expect you to be loyal to them or whatever when that's not the kind of relationship that you have. Right. And I see that a lot on social media. Like, they're just like, oh, I can't, like, they're sarcastically saying stuff like, oh, I can't wait to give my number to this guy or girl and then talk to them for, like, a week and then never speak to them again. Mm -hmm. Or I can't wait for someone to act right. I'm not trying to date you, but, like, we could be low-key. Like, what does that mean? Because hmm. I just see that a lot of times, a lot of my friends are in situations like that. So I just... I mean, that's exactly what it is, a situationship. <laughs> yeah. That's and good. people are okay with being there. Like, I know I, for one, if I was really out here dating people like that, that's not going to fly with me. So I guess it really depends on... Your definition of dating. Your definition though. of dating. And then also, if you and the person that you have decided to date dis- together make the decision to be exclusive. You can be out here and go on multiple dates with multiple people because you're casually dating. If you've decided that this is the person I want to, you know, go farther with and they've decided that same thing with you, then yes, you are dating that person. So it all depends. So you have the freedom if you are casually dating to go on a date with so and so on Monday and Yeah, but the else people that are my age, they think like stuff like that is wrong. It it depends on how you how you define it. If you yourself are like, I have nobody that I'm dating seriously, I'm just going on dates. Because the thing, I've never been a serial dater. I've always been in relationship after relationship after relationship. And so the idea of casually dating someone is just something that I've never done, but I understand what it means. So if you decide that you want to go, you, you want to be single, you want to just play the field and be out and about, like, I'm going to date this person, this person, this person. Um, and without the consequence of settling down with one individual, that's okay. Because you have decided, I'm single and I'm just going on a date. One, you dating multiple people does not mean you were having sex with multiple people. Two, a date could very well be, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings, we got to know each other, and we decided, yay, let's do this again. Uh, no, it was cool. And you move on to somebody else. That's dating. That's, like, at least casually dating. So... That that would be like your depending on your definition of how what you want to do. I know I am someone who is not going to casually date somebody because I'm very sensitive about who I spend my time with. So if I'm like, you know what, if I'm not like actually actively out here looking for someone, I'm just going to be over here chilling. Like I don't want to casually date anybody. But you have some people that's like, you know what, I'm actively out here. I'm cute. I'm going to go on some dates, and that's fine. And But you don't have to be beholden to one person mm-hmm. until you're ready, until you decide, you know what, yeah, I'm going to see where things go with you. So it's not, it's, people blur the lines of that definition. 
Yeah. I look at it as like dating multiple people is just like a job application. You have all these people applying for the same position. You got to try them out and decide which one best fits the description. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? I mean, you got to pool people. And it's okay for you to go out on dates with multiple people because that's your way of trying to figure out who you connect with, mm -hmm. who you have the most in common with, who you feel the most comfortable with, and seeing where you want to go with this person. Is, does this person... Because there's some people you probably go out on a date with and you're like, child, never again. This is garbage. Never, ever again. And then there's some that you're like, hey... Me and this guy, we just click like that, and it might just be a platonic thing. Mm -hmm. Like you still like hanging, you wind up hanging out with them. They become a really good friend. You, that's your person you go to, you hang out with. Let's go do something, and they're ready, you know. And then there's the person that does spark a romantic interest in you. You know what I mean? So I personally don't see anything wrong with dating multiple people now. Back, you know, a few years ago, I'd be like, well, no, because. I don't want to be out there like people looking at me sideways like, mm, you dating this one, but weren't you with so-and-so last week and so-and-so the week before? Okay. And just like Jess said, what's your intention? Yeah. What's my intention? No, yeah. just period. Like, what's your intention? You going out here and saying, I am going on this amount of dates or I'm casually dating because and you set your intention. There are a lot of people that want the situationships or want to, be, or want to formulate the situationships because they want what comes out of that, but don't want to do the work of an actual relationship. Mm -hmm. And those are the ones that's mixed up in these spaces of, I want you all for myself while I go date all these other people, but you stay right here. Mm -hmm. Like, th those are those people. Those, that's the trap that a lot of people are getting into because a lot of people don't want to deal with the emotions. A lot Especially of people don't want to deal with the feelings. Especially a lot of girls. That's how they get into situations with yeah. guys. Yeah, and a lot of guys aren't very open and honest about what they want. They'll be like, no, I'm not ready to be in a relationship, but they want all the relationship. Yeah, and Boundaries. then the girls, the girls jump into it thinking they could change them, and then like yeah. five months down the line, they're just like, I can't do this anymore. Like never he won't change. A relationship and he never, change he somebody. never said he was gonna change for them. So I don't get why they're always upset. It can it can be a a really um, it can be a really tumultuous thing emotionally for everybody involved if the boundaries and the intentions are not clear. And as long as you have clear boundaries and clear intentions, it's going to be a lot easier of a road to navigate. So if you're like somebody approaches you and you're at like a college party or whatever, and, you know, some things start to fly, the sparks or whatever, and you're like, am I really ready to be in this space? Am I ready to just be like, oh, I'm going to go kick it with this person and see where it goes? Or are you like, I'm looking for a relationship? Like you have to be very upfront. Yeah. People aren't used to upfront so much people love call out culture and to be able to like let me tell you about yourself but then when the, when the emotions are involved that they aren't like rage dodge right they like oh, emotions i don't want to deal with those but you have to be very honest about what you want and if casually dating somebody and hanging out is what you want for right now that's cool you ain't hurt you're not hurting anybody as long as you know what your intention are i'm dating multiple people right now i have a few people in the rolodex and if you want to be in the rolodex that's cool but just know I'm not exclusive with anyone and let the, your date know I'm not exclusive with anyone. You decide you want to be exclusive with somebody, you let that person know, hey, I'm really feeling you. How about me and you do this? And then let that conversation go from there. 
That's it. <laughs> Jess, did you have any? I know you had the mic for a second. I did. It's just that, like, whenever people talk about dating, how much or how little you have sex is with who you're dating or he or she is no one's business but yours. Very true. I that feel was my like only a lot of people, every time they date, they just expect sex to be a part of it. And it's, like, unheard of of a relationship where you don't have sex. And I just think, like, whenever I do decide to start dating people, I feel like that's just going to be a big issue with me, especially in college. Because, like, I'm not finna be out here and just be like, oh, we're dating. Yeah, let's have sex. Like, And that's an intention that you're setting. That's mm-hmm. a boundary that you're setting. And stick to that boundary. We're not going to sit up here and be like, at least I'm not. I'm not going to sit up here and be, like, real prudish and tell you that, nope, you don't do anything until you're 30. I'm not going to do that. We live in 2018. Uh, but if you are, if you do decide to do that, be smart. Protect yourself emotionally, physically, mentally, everything. Just be smart. If you do decide that, you know what, I want to date this person and I, I want to have sex with this person, make sure that you ain't having sex with that person and then everybody else. Not you, but I mean that person out here, like just everybody yeah, else, and you. I read over something here, like, where it's just like you. When, if you have sex with like six people and they've had sex with six people, then you've indirectly like had sex with those people as I well. I mean, yeah, yeah. but <laughs> seven degrees of Kevin Bacon, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, somebody, somebody said like he said if you if it keeps averaging out like that, then you basically porked Kevin Bacon. Oh my basically, gosh. I'm just, you know, it's, it's really dependent wow. upon what. You want to do what you can emotionally handle, what you can physically handle. So if you're at that space and you're like, you know what, emotionally, I'm not. And you could be straight up about it. I feel like me personally, I'm not going to have sex with you if I don't love you. And I haven't found anybody I loved yet. Well, there you and go. honestly, hey. the way things are looking for me in life, I don't think I'm going to ever get to that point with anybody anyway. And so like, if, you, if you're trying to be in a relationship where we just don't ever have sex... Let's go, buddy. Great. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? That's completely understandable because there are a lot of women and a lot of men out like here like that. Complicates though, it and does. it does because it's a very emotional act. It's an emotional attachment yeah. that some and people I've ain't so ready for. And I've had so many stories from my friends. Like my friend just recently lost her virginity to this boy she was dating in college, and now they don't date anymore. Mm-hmm. And like every every time she gets sad, she's always like, "Oh, I miss him." I, I just want to be with him. I just, every time I see him with another girl, it makes me so sad. And the only reason they broke up is because he lives in Maryland. She lives here. Mm-hmm. But honestly, in my personal opinion, summer is only like two to three months long for college students. So honestly, they could have toughed it out for long distance when the long distance was literally like an hour and some change. Yeah. And they're going back to the same school and taking the same classes with each other, living yeah. in the same dorm building together. Well, if you haven't already noticed, boys are dumb. So, <laughs> really, they 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 tend to get dumber with age. I'm not sure how that happens, but yeah. it's yeah, they never. It's like a, a switch goes off. I don't know because I think it's fifty fifty right now. <laughs> some of them just plateau and there's nothing else. <laughs> there's some that actually make an effort to. Oh, okay, that was some fuck shit. Let me try something different. Let me look at you being an adult. And then the other ones were like, "Mom, still on that fuck shit." <laughs> Are any other questions you may have, Imani? Um, how do you balance out like paying for stuff and 
paying for stuff in college and stuff. Because, like, I kind of want to reinvent. Look I at Jess got a, a, a whole team. Like, wait, this is my time. <laughs> I kind of, like, want to reinvent my whole style because, like, I'm just, like, a jeans and T-shirt kind of person. And, you know, college-wise, that's probably the best recipe. I mean, yeah, it's the best recipe. But, like, also college-wise, like, a time for me to reinvent myself. I mean, yeah. It's like, I can jeans and T-shirt, but I can jazz it up a little you bit. You sure can. Yeah, girl, jazz it all the way up. You know, when you when the when the mood hits you, jazz it up. There's nothing wrong. I mean, you talking about budgeting? Yeah. Oh, are you Jesus. saying are you saying budgeting as in trying to figure out how to budget reinvent reinventing yourself? Is that what you're asking? Or just no, budgeting just to live? Like, yeah. Because you, you kind of ask two different things, so I want to oh, make sure I okay. understand. Um, no, there's I'm nothing wrong like, with that. I'm in, like, budgeting for stuff that you don't need. Because, like, when I go to college, all of my needs are going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Well, majority of them. Outside? Yeah, yeah majority of them. Because, like, my food my yes, food is yeah. included. My laundry money is included. My, um, room and board. my room and board is included. That's really the only things that people would be worrying about paying for anyway. And, like, if I get a car, I'll have money. So, like... That's really not part of the issue, but it's more so like I'm asking like, YouTube is your friend. The other stuff, yeah. Like I'm serious. Like when it comes to college, like I think people that make it through four-year institutions that require you to live away from home, Mm -hmm. like you'll very quickly learn sacrifice. You'll learn what you need. Like sometimes you want to get your nails done, but you know it's going to be a couple coats of polish or press on. Because you want to be cute. Or if you, you want to go buy something, you want a cute jacket, you might have to go look at the thrift store first. I do that. Before you go, like, go to Macy's. Or if you, you're looking at shoes, like, these pair is really cute. These pair are kind of cute. Like, they're cute, but they're more sensible. Then you're probably going to have to go with the cute, more sensible ones because you're going to get more wear out of them. So those are the type of decisions you're going to have to make when it comes to, like, clothes and hair and accessories and things you don't need. And a lot of times with schools, with colleges, like, you you better find somebody that got a side hustle and you barter. Barter is your friend when you're still undergrad. Yeah, try to like, What you know, what you know how to do. be currency anyway. I mean, it is in a lot of ways. It is. It is. It's it's a it's an unofficial currency and it's a currency on a different level. Like, bartering if I'm bartering my services... Effect. And that service is going to aid me in another way. Like, if I'm bartering photography services and you're going to make me something to eat or you're going to, like, buy my lunch or dinner, that's a necessity, especially if I haven't eaten in a while. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a form of currency. It's the, what's the word? Like me, Underground. if I need a ride somewhere and somebody, okay, I can tutor your child in exchange. So that, that's coming handy. Win-win. Right. Let me know, you know. i <laughs> you need me to do something? You, I, I need this, so your child's strong. I got you. I'll tutor you. Your baby. I just need you to run me to the grocery store or run me to the laundromat. Cool. And there are so many apps that will allow you to upload your debit card or credit card, whatever you have, and will budget things out for you. There is a particular app that I use that's connected to my debit card that will say, hey, you spent X amount of money yesterday which is above or below your regular balance you may want to you know slow down so need that app. 
<laughs> it's um th- there are a lot of ways that you can budget. You know, you like she said, YouTube is your friend, and then there are other ways where you can do it without necessarily thinking about it. And a lot of these apps are free, so all you need is a major credit or debit card because some of the smaller ones they don't recognize as of yet. And put that in, put in your budget of what you would want to do every month, and it will, and also put in your expenses. So if you know you're going to eat lunch every day and this is how much lunch costs, they will factor all of that in. And if, okay, what? I, don't, I think it's called Dave or something like that. It's one of those apps where you can literally ask the app, hey, I want to get pizza right now. Pizza costs 20 bucks. Do I have it in my budget? And they will either say, yeah, it does, but that means, you know, one, your Netflix subscription is about to come out, so that's $8.00. Uh, can you really budget for that twenty, you know, that twenty dollar pizza? And then you get to make a decision. So it's still like, well, I, I really want that twenty dollars. All right, yes, you can have the twenty dollars, but just know you're gonna be a little. You're gonna be hit. You're gonna be hit a little mm-hmm. bit, and don't have a card where they allow overdraft, because then you're gonna get hit with that other thirty five dollar fee. So there are a lot of apps that allow you to schedule your time and allow you to schedule your money. You just got to go into the app stores and see which one is the best fit for you and. Almost all of them are free. If you want to do it the regular way, you can make an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> just yeah, I was going to do that. Yeah. And, but I was going to do like 50, 30, 20. 50, 30, 20? Like, what's that? The 50% is like for, like, let's say I have needs, wants, and miscellaneous. Mm-hmm. Or like, Rainy what am I day. trying to say? Like, let's say I'm trying to budget for things. And I have like my car, hair, and close, okay. and that's what it is. So I can like interchangeably dictate where the fifty percent goes to, where the twenty percent goes to, and then like, oh no, I think, no, 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 no. It's needs, wants, and savings, and the fifty percent can be like my needs. The wants can be like the thirty, and the saving can be twenty percent. Mm-hmm. And then there's also like this thing where you save the extras and no, you save the hundreds and spend the extras. Yeah, you know saves, uh, save the hundreds and spend the twenties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you get like, if your average check is like two hundred and fifty dollars, I'll save the then you save the two hundred and you spend the fifty. Right. This wow. Yeah, kind of like what I've that. been telling you. No, you it's a, no, it's okay. It's that's mom. That's how it goes. You're right. No, I'm, no, I'm just your saying, voice is like Charlie Brown to your own child. I know, <laughs> See, that's why my wow came into so I'm like, okay, wow, it's something else that can actually break that down to her where it'll be received better yeah. versus me. Because like I said, I'm all for anybody coming up with a different way, anybody talking to her in a means that she can relate to versus having to hear me. Because, you know, with mom, it's 90% of the time, yeah. throw that wall up because you're mom. Mm-hmm. But if somebody else can say the same thing, I'm not offended, but I'm glad you're getting it now because... Yeah. Hey, that's gonna help you in the long run, and hey, you finally got it. So, so, and and I would expand your fifty, thirty, twenty to include. Even though I know that was a, a like average or a suggestion, but don't um, forget to include like your five percent and your seven percent and your ten percent. Yeah. So expand that a little bit, and yes, needs, wants, and savings, but food, Incident. gas incidentals, miscellaneous. So that that way you can literally budget out your check and go, okay. And it sucks because that, that brings adulthood. You pay, you budgeting out your check before you even get it. But at least now you know where those things are going. And it, you have the mechanism now where 
you can denote what parts of your check go where before it even hits and when it hits. So your savings, you won't even touch it because you've written out in your direct deposit that $200 of that saving goes directly into your savings account. That, and then you can also help yourself and be like, well, I can only access this twice a month. Right. And I don't even have a car for it. So it's, it, you can help yourself in those sort That's of ways. That's actually how her account is set up now. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like um, when she gets a savings account, which I suggested that she do, and there she are a lot designate. of ones that are, are free. Like I have a yeah. I have a Capital One 360 one. That joint is free. So yeah, you, you this, can work it's, for it. easy, it's okay to find a savings account at another bank mm-hmm. where there's no fees or all that, no minimum balance that you have to have. Yep. But you can also set up yourself how many times you will allow yourself to tap into that account each month. And once you get to that point, it cuts you off. Like nope, can't go in and get anything else. Nope. Oh, yeah. That's it. So, does anybody have, and with the, the few minutes we have left, um, does anybody have any thoughts, well wishes, or any other, other good jazz that they have for Imani? I hope you learn to see the beauty in Beyonce. <laughs> How did I know? Like, I, I knew it was known. coming. I should have known. Should've More known advice is not Beyonce related. <laughs> You're going to shine. It's going to suck. It's going to be awesome simultaneously. Don't, you should not even listen to me. I'm going to give you listening. my advice. I am you, listening. Who, are you she adding? Said, oh, look, it. I had her over there. I was, I was trying to get. She immediately started budgeting. That was because <laughs> they they asked me to stay after for two hours and thirty minutes on my first day, and then did the same thing on the second day. So I'm trying so to, like, trying to make factor sure. in that. Right. She was like, "Hold up, I'm trying smart. to see how my check my, gonna look." Smart. I'm trying to get my hundreds up. Damn mm-hmm. it! But no, we're just a phone call and a text away. Yeah, serious. Just to be like, oh, I don't understand what's happening. Right. And you're like, you'll literally be fine in three days. Or I'll like, come to my understand. game. You don't know. Then hang up and call right your now. mom and be like, I was the same way. It's, it's totally cool. Are y'all going to come to my games? Sure. I'm Absolutely. Be, I'll be out there on the football field. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're, yeah. If anybody was wondering, those are I love a good, um, I love a good football game. You love a good bring it on. <laughs> yeah. nice. I just got to be bundled up, mom. I got to be warm. Hey, hey, hey. I be out prepared. Oh, I didn't even show you the uniforms. Oh, see, she's all into this. Right, the uniform. No, I'm saying that because she might have something to say. Look, you're an adult now. Listen, you are are a whole adult now, as you like to tell me. So then you make those decisions. Are you comfortable wearing that? That's all I got to say. Mm. I'm going to have to sit in the stands and grin and bear it whether I like it or not because you're still my child. So, and my my Oh, you don't want to give her back? Nah, I think it's a little You don't want to give her back? I think she lost her receipt. You don't want a blocker? Blocker from what? Your child. It's not a child. You know you could do that. I mean, I gave birth this to is you. One. I mean, technically, you are still my child. But hey, it comes with restrictions. Two. Like, ain't. Joy has some closing advice. She does. I'm laughing at the face every time she shows her that she's just. <laughs> the face is the best part. No, like the Who, only mine? thing. Yes, that's what I'm laughing at. The only thing that I would suggest is just like change your language up a little bit. Like you talking about, I have a doomsday list, girl. Why you got a doomsday list? Just say it's a safety net. Uh, <laughs> it was like I'm I would again, just yeah, yeah, I would just change your wording one. for things. I know. So. Y'all know how, how deep I am with words, and words words mean things. Words mm-hmm. are things. Words are spells. So you don't want to haphazardly or accidentally set yourself up for doomsday by calling something doomsday. So I would just change your language. That's it. So 
to try more positive words. Absolutely. The what if list. Not even what if, because okay. that just, still gives that the energy. Still a like, negative connotation. Yeah, it still gives a negative connotation. Okay. So it's like, yo, your safety net. No hey. That's like literally um, gives you that, the wording and the verbiage of being able to say that no matter what happens, I'm literally going to bounce back. Because that's what the safety net is for. When you land into the safety net, it's like, mm, all right, cool, we're here, and we're safe. Like, that's, you know, instead of a doomsday, where it's like a clock that's literally ticking about when things will go wrong. So you're doing, you're, you're doing what you know how to do in the capacity in which you know how to do it. So you literally are on the right track. You just got to... You. It's funny because you, you're kind of doing the thing that I, that I do, or at least used to do, where you're trying to... Um, brace yourself for impact and the bracing of yourself causes you more anxiety and more pain than the actual Yeah, my impact. English teacher told me I have like um, analysis paralysis. Yeah. He like made that up. Or no. unless that's a real no, thing. Yeah, it's a real, real thing. thing. He was like trying to relate it to like the way I do my work and stuff because like in school I will always like get sick inevitably and then miss like something big yeah and then i come back and have to do makeup work and then i'd view the course list and see all the other stuff that i have to do and i'll just be like oh my god stacking up stacking up stacking mm-hmm. stacking up stacking stack. and then like when i would get to the point where like i'd be like i have to do this it would just be so much yeah i would just feel very overwhelmed yeah and i think like so far ahead yeah that like i guess that kind of messes me up too so practice mindfulness even though i'm literally talking to myself as i say this to you too because i don't always do it but practice the idea of you literally are in this moment right now there's nothing you can do about the future there's nothing you can do about the past so all you can control is you in this moment right now and I know that it, it sounds counterproductive because you're like, you want to focus on the future. And it's great to focus on the future, but you being so far in the future will cause you to miss what's happening right now. And those things that are coming at you right now will make or break the future. So you got to pay attention to them. So just practice some mindfulness. It's just like, you know what? Is there anything I can do about this? Yes or no? And then you go from there. Like, that's it. And if like there's nothing, chart. yeah, if there's nothing you can do about this right now, there's nothing I can do about this right now. So I'm just going to go over here, eat my pop tart. Like, that's, that's it. And is there anything I can do about this right now? Yes. Okay. What can I do about this right now? And how can I change basically the trajectory of what I'm trying to get done? So just practice mindfulness. Practice being in the moment. You're here. You're A right. tweet from Paris Hilton just popped up well, on my Instagram thing. And it says... You've got no control over people's thinking about you, so just leave them with their thinking. Be good in your own skin. There it is. <laughs> oh, my Perhaps the smartest thing I've ever read. Her <laughs> you were so wrong, <laughs> child. Lord. Um, let's see. Um, for from me, just do you. I mean. I don't really have to worry about you trying too hard to conform to what other people believe you should do, but don't let anybody else's attitudes or behaviors influence you and what you're comfortable with, okay? Um, Like I said, this is your kind of like audition or transition into um, adulthood. So, sorry, I can't complete my thought if you're showing me stuff like that. (laughs) But, you know, this is where you get to know you and, like, really, really know you 
see what you can do, and just blow up from there. Because every parent is like, oh, I'm so excited for you to make your mark on the world and just be the best person you can be. Yeah, but reality is there's going to be some things that's going to test you, some things you're going to want to test. I'm not going to be naive to it. I'm never going to say, oh, my child's always going to be in her books. And Listen, you've been under my umbrella for the longest time, and you're about to see what it's like to be out from under it. So I'm not going to be naive to the fact that, oh, she ain't going to do this, that, and the third. But I am going to be secure in the fact that I know you know yourself well enough to know this ain't what I want to do. You know, and it's not just going to be because you hear me in your head. It's just because you know this ain't what I do. I can trust you to make some very sound judgments, and I want you to be confident in the choices that you make for you. Because from this moment on, they're your choices. You have to be ready to deal with the consequences, both good and bad, you know? Um... I did spend 18 years of my life preparing, building you up and preparing you for this moment, so a small part of me is like, no, don't go nowhere, hang on. Because, you know, you're my firstborn. So this is like the trial run for your sister, too. Oh. Yeah, so whatever I get through and I'm able to navigate with you, you're teaching me how to prepare myself That's for her. That's kind of not fair, though, because then it's going to be like a piece of cake for her. It's not, because you guys are two totally different people. Like for, like, for instance, when I had started wearing shorts or whatever, and I was, like, developing, I guess, and I didn't know. I wasn't used to the extra baggage I was carrying back there. The so extra baggage. I, was wa- I would walk <laughs> around with shorts on. You'd be like, uh-uh, where are you going in them? And I'd just be like, I'm just going to my friend's house. You'd be like, nope, you better change. I'm not trying to have so-and-so out here looking at you all any kind of way because you got your butt hanging out the shorts. But then yesterday when Sharita wanted to go to that party with them sweatpants shorts on, I could see her butt cheeks through the bottom. Wait a minute. But see, here's the thing. You weren't there for the... No, 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 no. You weren't there for the whole conversation before you got there. She wasn't going out that door until she changed. And you saw that she changed because her assets were exposed. Okay? So that's me being the same way across the board with you. Conversation made... No, no, no. So, like... Change your plans now. Conversation like, may have been different because of how you respond is way different than how she responds. With you, it's an automatic, well, I'm going to war. With her, she just sits there and looks at me like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, no, seriously, go change. But if you're going to raise that rah-rah voice to me, yeah, you're going to get it back, baby. I'm just, I mean, and, and that's, that's what I keep trying to tell you. You two are different, but I treat you both the same according to who you are. And your personalities. Stop doing that because you ain't going to get me to look at you. <laughs> but <laughs> so but you I'm just your... very proud of the young woman that you are becoming. Like, you've been through a lot. Okay? A lot. And it makes my soul happy. It makes my heart happy. It makes the tears form in the corner of my eyes to see that the work that both you and I put into bringing up and making you who you are has come to fruition and you're about to take on this new chapter in your life. 
Like you can literally spread your wings and fly now. You can be pushed out the net. And I know you, me. but you're going you gonna to soar. I know that about you. I've always known that about you. As stubborn as you are, I have always known that about you. And I'm grateful because you are a beautiful, awesome young lady. And I need you to own that. Every single step of the way, I need you to own that. Not just for me, but for yourself. Because the minute you know who you are, ain't no stopping you. You, you a bull in a china shop. You just going to tear it up. And it's going to be a good thing. Love you, pumpkin. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to end out the show. That was lovely. That was, that was just nice. Oh. <laughs> and I didn't cry. Yeah. You didn't cry. It took, it, we've been here almost three hours and ain't nobody cry. So that's wonderful. <laughs> Ain't nobody cry, so that was, that was great. So, <laughs> so that was great. So, yes, I am immensely proud and thankful for Imani for blessing us in the studio today for our Paper Storms takeover. And thank you for her mom for always being a part of Paper Storms. Her and her sister were like the first ones to ever come through the door. And we literally got to see her grow from walking in there with, at, what, 15? With a stank attitude. Do, right. I don't want to put my phone away. Okay, that's cute. You're going to put your phone away. And, <laughs> and now being 18 on her way to college, like we literally got to watch her grow up. So, yeah, what, what, is she, uh, what does she call herself? An, uh, not an activist. Type She's an equal writer. Equal writer. So, <laughs> yes. So, we are grateful. One, for um, learning a new term today. And then two, we're also grateful for her mom for coming into the studio and always being so supportive of her, even though we both know what it feels like to be parents of Tauruses. So we, that it can, is an experience. It can be, it can be a, it can be a very, it, it can be very much a thing. But we're grateful and we love you. We, we truly, truly love you. So, uh, this is where I do the shout outs to everything and everybody. I uh, always shout out our um, official sponsor, which is Nonprofit Ability through Chantel Malachi. We gas her up every Sunday and because she's dope and that's why we gas her up. So if you are someone who is trying to uh, create a nonprofit or you have a nonprofit and you need to get some things situated because you're trying to figure out why things ain't working how you wanted to uh definitely get in touch with her at nonprofitability.org slash lift that is nonprofitability.org slash lift i also want to shout out that how we are able to pay our bills here is through patreon so if you love the content that we have here at my depression scott jokes go over to our patreon page that is patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash m-d- GJ podcast that is how you're able to support us here if you decide to be on a certain tier that also gives you leeway to be on the show um, and you also can get merch if you decide to do that as well we have awesome merch that is on the way um, who else do we always shout out oh she's in the room Jess so um, wow. Jessica Snyder is the one that created our official My Depression's Got Jokes pod- not podcast we're doing the podcast now playlist uh, so she created that um, and definitely keep up with she's doing so many amazing things here in the Richmond area and I think that's it that's normally I think that's everybody that I shout out normally okay so My Depression's Got Jokes is a production of Legacy Internet Radio Marcus J is our lead producer 
Uh, what else? What else I got going on? Um, <laughs> yes, he's our lead producer. Uh, our music and sounds are created by Joaquin Carude, and like I just said, the official My Depression's Got Jokes playlist is created and curated by Jessica Snyder. Um, in two weeks, we have our first official group. Uh, what is it called? podcast you good bro that's gonna be that's gonna be lit this will be technically outside of marcus the first time we've had men on the show so that should be interesting uh i will be solely for the most part and i'm putting very very specific um air quotes around that serving as a moderator for that and the the one you know posing questions so but if you are a black male or a black identifying man um, who is black identifying and uh, yeah, black not black identifying, um, <laughs> black identifying man, yeah, something like that. I'm trying to figure out my words. Um, if you are interested in being a part of that conversation, email me at my no mdgjpodcast at gmail.com so you could be a part of that particular episode. It is slated to be one for the books because we're going to be delving into how mental health and mental wellness and mental illness affects black men in our community. And we're opening up those closets and everything that typically tend to remain shut when it comes to our men and, and mental health. So that's what's going to be happening in a couple of weeks. So I want to make sure that that gets the due diligence that it needs. And yeah. I haven't figured out uh, ending catchphrase yet. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I ain't got one right now. But until next time, this has been My Depression's Got Jokes.